Hi, good afternoon. This is Analytics. Today, I will talk about uh, N95 mask or any kind of medical mask of the history of that. Um, it is relatively um, uh, the past century uh, invention, and it didn't come in a way that uh, that should be that we might be proud of. Um, we will start with the fact that um, the history of the mask. Um, history of mask is uh, actually it's not even the last century. I'm sorry, I have to correct myself. Um, it has been around uh, for quite a long time, more than a few hundred years. Um, it was when they have the Black Plague. Uh, they have handkerchiefs that uh, prevent from bad smells until before we know about viruses and bacteria. And. Uh, there were paintings in the past that shows um, handkerchief covering the noses and preventing illnesses. Um, also, that um, masks were um, were being worn um, in the 1600s, uh, depict in pictures and. Uh, also, by the time uh, in the 1800, late 1800s, they were um, starting to know more about the bacteria, and um, they start um, having uh, more masks uh, to wear, and uh, it was then uh, they try to figure out uh, uh, what masks they would make, and it was then um, in 1897 the first surgical masks are being donned on, and uh, they are at first they are not designed to filter airborne disease diseases. And the, even the surgical masks today, they are not meant to uh, prevent uh, airborne diseases, not like the N95 ones. And they were and are still today preventing the person who actually donned the mask from spreading all the germs, coughing and sneezing droplets onto the wounds when a surgeon doing are doing surgeries. Um, and uh, there are distinction between a mask and a respirator. So um, there are resp respirators are basically uh, uh, enable you to wear the the mask and on a five mask very tightly, and uh, also 
they don't fit loosely like the medical surgical mask. And when there, there was um, a plague during the fall of 1910 across Nigeria, and um, it was that plague that kills 100% of those infected. And it was similar to the Black, Black Death at that time. Uh, it was uh, very serious and they wanted to <coughs> take a look what people could do to uh, ease up the plague at that time and, uh, and in another episode we'll talk about more of historical of the plagues, different plagues and viruses and illnesses and uh, so uh, this particular time uh, during the that 1910 plague period um, they were wanting to do something very scientific and safe and debunk uh, plagues like myth of uh, virus and bacteria anyway um, okay at that time this plague particular plague uh, attracted international attention and doctors from around the world saying that that plague and also uh, keeping your mouth uh, using a mask was not important and that particular plague was not spread, spread by fleas but they rather spread through air at that time people were not taking masking seriously and masking was happening uh, during that time where this uh, doctor called Uh, uh, called Lin Tao um, he was a Western educated uh, a doctor and uh, wanting to uh, design a mask um, to uh, to do this he has to uh, figure out how to keep themselves safe, but also rather keep the patients safe so that they don't die. Um, um, so this particular one, um, this particular mass, uh, why he did it, and explained to a doctor why you need to wear a mask is to uh, keep themselves safe from the viruses 
Um, okay, and when he was talking to a doctor, a French doctor, saying that this particular 1910 plague was bubonic and airborne, and saying that you don't need to wear a mask, and uh, you're wearing a mask because because of racism and and he will suggest that this uh, doctor Western doctor should wear masks but he didn't need to listen to that and two days later this French doctor died of this particular plague and uh, this particular mask um, developed, he developed, will develop a mask that has gloss, gauze and cotton. That is very punitive uh, first way of doing uh, the mask. And, and the invention of this mask uh, still was uh, oops. The, uh, the doctors were skeptical of that, and of course, um, some of them died because they didn't heed to his advice to wear a mask. And um, the mask, uh, this mask, Wu's mask, was uh, being was being tested. Um, this particular mask, once again. Uh, has uh, has uh, like a couple layers of cloth and cotton and gauze, <coughs> and it protected user from bacteria. Um, it was constructed by hand, and the material were cheap and being readily supplied. And medical staff uh, in other places by the time uh, January and February 1911 they start wearing production of these masks uh, and then medical staff wore them, soldiers wore them, and some everyday people wore them. It did help to uh, halt the spread of this particular plague in 1910 plague. Uh, and then, uh, and then, uh, in the link later, I'll show that uh, pictures and the article of the masks, uh, that primitive beginning of the mask. And then, in 1918, then uh, when Spanish flu was here, Wool's mask was well known among scientists, even the public. Companies around the globe increased production of similar masks to um, slow down the spread of the plague, of the, not plague, of the Spanish flu. So, um, there was an article of the uh, Dr. Wu's uh, contribution to the uh, the 
the Chinese medical system. Um, and uh, also, um, it's an interesting article to read. It's from the national. It's from the national government. Uh, from the U.S. Uh, medical Associ- association. Um, yeah, NIH. First from the NIH, and uh, it talks about how he uh, created the China's public health services uh, and, uh, and this is very interesting article and stuff but, but it uh, created the modern Chinese uh, uh, health uh, department but at the same time it also changes so much uh, throughout the decades and and also have and with this it created a lot of loopholes of the health services all over the world um, and uh, th- that I will link to that article okay uh, as we continue about um, the um, pro- the progression of the mass, we'll go to um, the N95 mask. The N95 mask originally was really for um, contraction and uh, you know other industrial uh, industry. The this the N95 mask. Um, and then scientists during World War One started to use, as you see in the war zone model, uh, invented air filtering gas masks that wraps around your entire head to clean the air supply. Similar masks, the liquefied glass filter, began to be used in mining industry, especially in mining industry to prevent black lung. All the respirators were big gas mass looking things. Uh, an occupational health, uh, you need to wash them at night and then use them again. Those are very usable, you know, those gas masks and masks. These equipment uh, in those 1900s, they are very heavy and burdensome. They save lives because they can use it again and uh, they realized that fiberglass required a lot of effort to breathe and the full head enclosure were hard to wear. By the time 1950s, scientists began to understand the dangers of inhaling asbestos, but people working with asbestos they prefer not to wear heavy, bulky respirator mask. So, um, around that time, there is a woman called Sarah Little Trumbull. Um, she was originally consulting to 
to 3M with gift wrap to make ribbons and other things. So, uh, the company had developed, the 3M company developed the technology to melt the polymer and air blast into fabric and tiny fibers. Turnbull realized the greater potential for this process. So she began experimenting the material for soldier pads, leveraging connections in the fashion industry for advice. So then in 1958, she gave a presentation at 3M titled Why, which explained why 3M should go in the business of non-woven products in a bigger way. She presented over 100 products ideas for the technology and was assigned to design a molded bra. So, um, in the 19, late 1950s, um, Turnbull had quite a few sick family members. So, out of the grief, she looked into an invention of a bubble surgical mask that 3M released in 1961. So, the sketch and the link I'll show you is in the same article as the Dr. Wolf mask. Um, and uh, 3M realized uh, that uh, uh, that beginning beginning of that uh that the, the picture shows to the 90 n95 mask couldn't block pathogens so it was re black that that 95 mask or that cup bra mask it it, it, it was labeled as a that's a mask um of course, it was hard to build standards around something that didn't even exist yet for medicine or workplace safety. So, uh, in, by the 1970s, the Bureau of Mines and Institution, National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, came up on creating the first criteria what they call single-use respirator. The first single-use N95 dust respirator, as, as we know, it was developed by 3M, approved on May 1972. And, uh, and uh, also, now, instead of using fiberglass, uh, the company 3M repurposed the technology uh, uh, it has developed for making stiffer gift ribbons to into a proper filter. Under the microscope, they look like somebody dropped a bunch of sticks. They have huge spaces between them. As particles, whether it's a silica or viruses, fly into this maze of sticks. They get stuck making turns. 3M also added elastic charge to the material. So even smaller particles find themselves poof, 
towards the fibers. Meanwhile, because there's so many big holes, breathing was easy. So, the longer you wear the N95 respirator, the more efficient it becomes filtering out the particles. More particles just help to filter more particles. But the breathing becomes more difficult over the time as those gaping holes between fiber gas clutter up with particles. And that's why when you wear N95 masks, usually you only wear for one shift or eight hours at that time in a very dusty environment. And it, the, the mask doesn't stop filtering, but it just, the longer you wear, makes it more uncomfortable. And 95 respirators were used in industrial applications for decades. And, and the need of respirators circled back into clinical settings in 1990s with the drug-resistant tuberculosis TB. HIV has to a lot to do the spread of immune-compromised patients, but TB infected many healthcare workers too. To stop the airborne spreads, N95 standards were updated for healthcare settings. And N95 standards were updated, and doctors become, uh, start wearing them at in the 1990s um, to uh, control the TB spreads. So even still, the respirators are rarely used in the hospital to this day uh, because it's only outbreak of COVID-19 that necessi necessitate so much protection. And uh, And then I find masks, of course, to this day. They're not perfect. They don't design well for the children's face and people with uh, facial hair. And, and, um, and they are particularly hot to wear uh, in any type of surgery, surgical situations. Uh, they, uh, but the N95 respirator evolved over hundreds of years in response of multiple crises. The evolution only continued through the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, so 3M is constantly re-evaluating the N95 respirator Treating everything from filters to bisphenomics, and this is uh, uh, this is the part that we finish. And uh, sorry about the pause because I read, I researched this article and read this article about a week or so ago, so I don't really remember. Every single thing, uh, but 
hopefully you will uh, enjoy about the history of the respirator, NL5 respirator, and a bit, little bit of history of the mask. Uh, please uh, make your own mask and uh, don't take away the uh, medical and NI5 masks from medical and essential workers. Please and thank you very much. And this is uh, Analytics signing off. Have a good day. Bye.